I'm Michelle Thompson. Welcome to Heat Network, the podcast. I believe one of the most important things you can do for yourself is to be open-minded to learn. To learn about different professions out there in the world that links to your health both indirectly as well as directly. For instance, I operate a manual osteopathy cold laser clinic in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. For those of you who are not familiar with manual osteopathy, it takes a holistic whole body approach to healthcare. It uses manual hands-on techniques to improve the body on all aspects, including the skeleton, joints and muscles, nerves, circulation, connective tissue, as well as organs. Internal functions like metabolism, respiration, reproduction can also be improved without the use of drugs. Here at Heat Therapy, Holistically Elite Active Therapy, we utilize Bioflex Cold Laser to also accelerate healing on a cellular level. It's a light-based technology proven to be highly effective in the treatment of musculoskeletal problems and wound healing. We have had many success stories with this technology. People have avoided surgery, reduced or eliminated their medication, and reduced and eliminated all sorts of pain. So please join us on this journey as we interview all sorts of professions and how they link to your health, either directly or indirectly. This is episode number two on Heat Network, the podcast. We are interviewing Dawn Khan. Now, Dawn has dedicated her life to the wellness and fitness industry for over 20 years as an owner of Connected Living, founder of Shine Om Yoga, creator of Yoga for Real People series, my personal favorite. She is also the owner and wellness coordinator of Niamo Wellness, working with Niamo Family Medical Center. Now, she finds joy in guiding and mentoring with the model that if it's not fun, it's not done. Using yoga and meditation in a way that is accessible to all to connect the mind and the spirit. Using physical activity and healthy eating to promote a strong and flexible body and proven life coaching skills to create habits and rituals that honor our desire to be our best, most powerful self. Dawn's classes and workshops are a combination of pragmatic reality, compassionate love and spirituality, attention to detail, and silly moments that remind us not to take ourselves too seriously. So welcome Dawn Condon. Hello, Heat Networkers. So we are here with Dawn Condon. I'm going to do um, a little bit of a different thing with her. So we really want to delve into who she is and why she does what she does. So uh, Dawn, just start us off by telling us what got you interested in yoga in the first place. Oh gosh, that's like that was so long ago, but (laughs) (laughs) it feels like forever ago. Um, So I've been sort of in the fitness and wellness industry for twenty seven or twenty eight years now. Yeah. So when I did your time. (laughs) Yeah. So I Sudbury's my hometown. Um, I moved away to Toronto as we do when we're young, and then realized that Sudbury was where I wanted to be. Um, Moved back here and really have a lot of. Things. I didn't have a job yet, and I hadn't really gotten established in a social circle yet, so I, I ended up walking into the Y, okay. and um, started jumping around in some fitness classes, and, uh, and I'd done fitness classes in Toronto while I was there, and really enjoyed them, so when I came back, I just walked into the Y and started jumping around, 
And one of the teachers, one of the instructors, um, I got to know her a little bit, and she said, well, would you be interested in becoming a fitness instructor? Oh, so like I was meant to be, eh? Yeah, so it's like, well, that's crazy. Okay, sure, what the heck, I, I got nothing else to do, yeah. might as well. So I went, I got certified, uh, and then over the next couple of years, I really enjoyed it so much that I just started certifying in all kinds of different things. So um, STEP was just starting out then. Okay, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, so I got certified in Reebok STEP. Um, uh, I became a personal trainer. I did my personal trainer, the first one, certificate. Um, then I just piled on a bunch of other little Yeah, so you little... really like to you know broaden your scope yeah. and just to help as many people as you can, basically. Yeah. And it was really fascinating to me because I, I don't think I would realized how interested I was in the human body and how we move um, and how our life yeah. affects our bodies oh, and, and our bodies affect our lives sort of thing. Um, I didn't realize how much I was interested in that until that started. And then I think it was about five years in, somebody said something about yoga and I went, oh yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I can you, teach you yoga. Sometimes you just yeah. don't know, right? You just, yeah, again, yeah. you have that misconception, right? Yeah, I can do that. Sure, I can do that. I can touch my toes. No problem, right? <laughs> so I, I, I taught a class and I realized that I knew nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's <laughs> the best. Nothing. Actually, that is the best realization that moment because then yeah. I find you can really get, get drawn to like, oh, there's, there's something more to this. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, and of of course, I, I, like many of us, um, walked into it through the physical aspect, you know, the asana practice, the shapes and the poses that you see when you think about yoga. So I thought that was it. And I realized, A, I didn't know anything about the that, mm-hmm. the asana practice. And there was something, there was a lot more that I didn't know. So I, um, I just started feeling around and looking around and got, you know, through books and emails yeah, so really got a yeah like just a really broad kind of perspective of yeah. what was going on just so you could understand it as much as you could right yeah because exactly. that's also what this practice is like what over two thousand years old as well yeah. something like that yeah. right yeah. so to understand that in, in months right you got to be realistic with yourself too in a sense right so that's really yeah. awesome and i didn't even really think about that that other aspect the, you know that it isn't an ancient practice and that there is a bigger picture to yoga because i was still sort of in that mindset that yoga is about the asanas about the shapes okay. and forcing your body into those shapes okay yeah but a lot of people think so i'm and sure that's where a lot of people yeah. are with their whole concept of what yoga is so <clears throat> and then i i think i somehow met somebody who had a certification from somewhere and I realized, well, I should get certified. <laughs> I need to get certified in this. So I did my first certification, which was just this little mini weekend thing. Um, did you enjoy it? I did. Good. I really yeah. did. Good sign. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I realized that, okay, so I really want to get to know more because this physical practice, and again, I was still stuck in that thought that it's all about the physical practice. This physical practice has more to it than... Mm-hmm just touching your toes or so would just, you say like a mindfulness as well mm, no i just, it's just how the body moves okay right and how you position yourself and if you're positioning yourself that way well what muscles are working okay and then, like are you holding yourself are you just hanging in your ligaments like what's that all about so being you know? attentive and really being one with your body essentially yeah so really looking at it through the, the lens of alignment okay you which know, i love that that's my language yeah <laughs> exactly like that 
So, um, so that was, cause that's very fascinating to me. Like how does the body line up? How does it move itself? Mm-hmm. What's moving that Absolutely. thing? If I want to bend my arm, what, what's, how's that process happening? Right. Yeah. So then I, I got somehow, you know, and how things happen to, you know, they just sort of pass through your awareness. Um, I learned of another certification um, here in Canada. Okay. Uh, at an ashram in Quebec. Okay. Yeah. So Traveling I, all over. So I found out there's an ashram here in Canada. There's one in Quebec, and I didn't realize that. Okay. And I thought, well, this would be good. I'll go do this one month intensive and get that certification. Oh, one month. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So one not a weekend intensive. course anymore. Not a weekend course months. anymore. Okay. No. So I had been doing sort of lots of little courses. And of course, during the, those little courses, they really just focus on how to do a pose. Yeah. They don't really touch on the other the bigger aspects because yeah. they're trying to get you the big picture, not the the nitty gritty, the details. Exactly. Yeah. Not too much about the philosophy. Nothing else about yeah. you know all of the other. Which is truly what yoga is, in my opinion, right? Absolutely, it is more than just the asana practice. So while I was I showed up at this ashram completely clueless. It's at the Laurentian Mountains in Quebec, um, in the middle of summer the temperature at night can go down to like five degrees. Wow. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was totally not prepared. And all of the clothes that I brought with me, I wore all the time. Wow. Did you bring a blanket at least? I brought, yeah, I had my my down (laughs) sleeping bag and I had, yeah, I didn't have like a heavier sweater or a jacket. I just was like, okay, I'm just going somewhere for in, in the summertime in yeah. Canada, so I'm probably going to camp, you know, yeah. bring camp clothes. So it was Shocker. kind of funny, yeah. So I wore all of the clothes that I brought all the time because I was cold all the time, <laughs> which is typical of me anyways. But So while I was at this ashram, I, I was like, I realized that, oh my God, this yoga stuff is bigger than just forcing your body into mm-hmm. these physical poses and isn't shapes. that such an amazing realization to have right because then the light bulbs go off and you're just yeah. like i can bring this to so many people yeah right and that, it and was huge yeah. it was a huge truth bomb for me as i was there and anybody who's done these sort of intense um, certifications in the practice of yoga um, will tell you it's like peeling off layers of skin. Okay, like an onion. Yeah. I always tell it to my clients all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, as you start to get through different injuries and, and whatever, it starts, you almost peel away different injuries from the past and then yeah. you get to the core of, you know, what the, the root cause may have been. Yeah, exactly. And this, because this, this is a philosophical practice, this is a practice amazing. of how you live your life. It is yeah. a tool. See, and, and most people don't know that. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. They think about yoga and the way they see it in, on Instagram yeah. or in a magazine yeah. for you know skinny white people with <laughs> very expensive Lululemon pants on <laughs> doing things like wrapping their leg around the back of their head on the edge of a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> amazing picture there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which is really pretty for Instagram, but that is so far from yoga. Yeah. That you, it's as, but as far from yoga as you can get. Hmm. So yoga is, is a tool for um, how to live your life. It yeah. becomes a philosophy and how you, how you live your life, how you live in your life, how you approach life, 
how life approaches you. And even balance as well, because you told me also earlier when we were speaking, uh, you did like a segment or something on balance all today. Mm. So I'm very excited for you to get into that because I think that's something people struggle with so much now. Like I think people um, thrive on, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, yeah. I'm busy, and you run yourself into the ground. So tell us a little bit more about uh, balance. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting in this culture that we live in, um, we're this type A competitive, um, work, 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 Mm -hmm. so much so that it becomes a competition for people to say, yeah, I'm more tired than you. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm working more hours. And then you end up with chronic pain and and things like that. And you can't touch your toes. You can't put your socks on. Like we had a conversation earlier, how wives are having to help their husbands put their socks on and stuff like that. It doesn't have to be like that. Yeah, exactly. So we often don't recognize how out of balance our lives are until something big happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the human body is amazing because it will give you all kinds of little signals mm-hmm. if we just stood still and listened to them. Oh, yeah. Right? But we don't want to do that yeah, because... Kind of denial too, to do. right? Yeah, and denial. Yeah. And, and it's, it's tough because life's not going to stop, but sometimes your life is more important than everything around you, right? If you're not good, and there was an interesting kind of quote I heard, because like, um, where does the blood go to first? Well, actually, the heart takes the blood first. The blood goes to the heart first to then pump around, right? It it doesn't do it to other organs. So I think that that's what people need to take away, especially from from yoga, is you need to take care of yourself first and your body, and even bring into osteopathy. You're going to people for help because there's nothing wrong with that and actually can better you to make it so that you can achieve more that's right yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely like you know it's one thing to say well I can achieve all of this stuff on my own yeah but we don't live in isolation absolutely I've got a a really great yeah I have a really great quote, quote that I often talk about if you look at your hand you have five fingers and they're all individual but if you travel down your finger, you can see at the very base of your finger is a web that mm-hmm. connects you to the next finger. Connects the next finger to the next finger mm-hmm. to the next finger. Oh, really and good. this is this great metaphor for life, right? Yeah. Like you're, you are here, yeah. you're independent, you're, you know, you're stable and on your own, yeah. but you're also connected to the next finger, the next yeah. person, the next you know, yeah. human being in the, in the plan, on the planet. So we're all connected. We do need to be able to reach out. So there's a certain amount of strength in reaching out and asking for help and to recognize that, you know, life, the balance in your life um, comes from us standing still for a moment and saying, okay, if I'm, if I make a, so let me back up a little bit. All right. People often think about shifting things in their lives by making these big, drastic and dramatic movements. Right? Go big or go home. Go big or go home. I've got to quit smoking. I've got to do it today. Yeah. And i got to go to cold turkey. Yeah. You know, they know they need to do it, but it's a big thing, right? Yeah. But I often talk about in an asana, so in your yoga practice, okay. in your physical practice, if you're in a shape and you're feeling um, pain, for example, or dis- like true, like beyond true discomfort, yeah. Um, what 
small shift can you make to move out of that? Oh, that's, a, so, that's interesting. Yeah, so often, you know, you might have to just shift your weight over a little bit. Mm-hmm. Center it. Center it, mm-hmm. realign your pelvis, stack your ribs over top of your pelvis, mm-hmm. move your center down a little bit closer to the earth. You know, mm-hmm. those kinds of, those are such small shifts. Make a huge impact. That make such a huge Im- yeah. impact. And we, so we don't need to make these big dramatic moves to create balance in our lives. But to be able to stand still for a moment long enough to go, oh. I actually am doing that. <laughs> I am doing that. Or I can do that. Or maybe I need some help. To do yeah, that. I mean, that's amazing. And right. I can reach, and I do have the capacity to reach out. Yeah, so that's really, really good. Yeah. So we oh, have this yeah. network in this in, in our city, where Michelle, where yeah. you and I live, of beautiful experts who can help you. You know. Yeah, which which we're very very lucky to have too. So building off of that, um, like so, how do you practice making that? Uh, connection to because there's this really amazing quote uh, that um, I, I read on your, your bio and it says your body wants to support your life your soul wants you to live so again kind of elaborate how you practice uh, you know connecting with your body on a daily basis yeah well I'm sort of fortunate in that um, my body is my tool for my job okay so I'm very connected to that um, physical aspect of myself. So I really know when, I can really feel it when I'm getting out of sorts and out of balance and when I'm okay. getting off. Do you think that needs to... practice for people to be able to recognize that? It does. Because I'm assuming you didn't just like all of a sudden one day pick it up, right? Yeah, exactly. It took me a while and a lot of it had been covered up by um, emotional issues. Like I had a huge anxiety um, disability. Like okay. It was, it, it, it cost me jobs, it cost me relationships, yeah. it's cost me a lot to have yeah. this anxiety issue that I didn't even know I wow, had. Wow, isn't that amazing I eh? how you just know. cover it up so you're not yeah. even really aware? I wasn't even aware that I was anxious. Wow. That's how deeply um, disconnected I was from my own body. Okay. As, so as I started moving through this, you know, this process of certifying myself in yeah. yoga, yeah then I realized, and all of these layers started to peel away, that I realized the philosophy of yoga and how I live my life need to be more aligned. Okay. So I used the philosophy of, of yoga to come back to um, my own self, to recognize what was going on with me, to be still long enough to be aware. Okay. And then to understand that this physical body that I have needs to be taken care of in a much different way than I had been doing up until that point. Okay. So my practice on a daily basis is I do some physical activity every single day. And it That's, doesn't, yeah. you know, sometimes it's 10 minutes. Okay, I was just going to ask that. Yeah. Like how long is it long or just no. a few minutes? Sometimes yeah. it's like 10 minutes, yeah, like huge really brisk walk around the block. Yeah. Like sometimes just it's Just get the blood pumping. Yep. Um, I do have a little meditation practice in okay. the morning when I wake up. 
Um, sometimes that's five minutes. Okay, yeah. Like it depends on what's going on for me in the day. So, well, you know, that I don't mean to cut you off there, but just speaking towards the, the meditation for five minutes, because there's actually a study that they did with students who did uh, meditation only for five minutes mm-hmm. every day. And actually their test scores were just multiple choice from before and after went up dramatically. And they concluded it's because their ability to concentrate and, and just everything like that went up dramatically just from five minutes a day. Yeah. So really as, as, signific- as insignificant as five minutes seemed like it wouldn't even make an impact, actually makes a huge, huge yeah. impact. And again, small things exactly make such a big yeah, like shift. Like a drop in the water makes a huge ripple effect mm-hmm. over the whole. Pond. Well, try sleeping in a room with a mosquito. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. Sorry, I forgot about that. Thank you for bringing yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So every day, and then sort of, I, I, I'm, I've always been a really good eater because I like food tastes good to me. Yeah. I like the taste because it tastes good. Um, and so if I'm tempted to eat something that may not be um, sort of what we might think of as healthy, mm-hmm. I always ask myself, okay, how is this going to benefit me by eating this right now? Okay. Like, you know, will it benefit me? Is it like, I'll be okay if I eat a hamburger from McDonald's right now, it'll be fine. Yeah. Is this going to benefit me? Yes, I need to eat right now and this is what's ac- what I yeah. have access to. So is that a, a type of advice you share with your clients as well? Because it's, it's so, I find another thing that people struggle with, especially um, and, and not only women, but some men as well, mm-hmm. right? With our society and the pressures to look a certain way mm-hmm. uh, and whatever. And sometimes you know, like you're saying, just having that cheat meal every once in a while like you, you don't have to feel guilty I yeah. think you have to completely disassociate yourself from emotions with food yeah like you really have to dissociate that because um, I'm a huge believer in frequencies and whatever and people who come to see me for osteopathy like you know some of the things we do you may be considered kind of like voodoo but it's actually all based on energies really right so yeah when you're eating food and and you're not being mindful of it or you're associating guilt with that it actually has a, a negative effect on you yeah. and even eating quote-unquote bad food whatever you think that is for you and if you believe or tell yourself oh this is good whatever it actually has the opposite effect of what you would theoretically think right exactly yeah. your cells know yeah your cells pick up on your energetic yeah, amazing. emotions See, yeah. yeah so they so this is why I ask myself is this beneficial to me right now am I just eating this thing because Mm -hmm. I just need to shove something in my face I'm bored whatever (laughs) or am I eating this because this is the only thing I have access to and I really do need to eat something yeah right now or am I going to get joy from this Mm -hmm. you know is this going to bring me pleasure is it going to bring me just I I give myself that two minute sort of little um, inquiry right and say like no, I do need to eat right now, and this is the only thing I have access to, and yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, that's I will brilliant. Be fine. Yeah. So what do you find the reaction is of your clients and, and people who come to see you? Like, what is the response to that? Because I'm sure some people may be, you know, thinking, oh, like fighting it a little bit, but yeah. what do you say to people who would maybe not, not believe in that or think that's incorrect? Right. So, you know, people come to me. They often come to me as sort of like, I'm done now. I've This is my last resort. Okay. I really need you to help me. I need some help. I've tried every diet under the sun. I've been on the cabbage soup diet. I've been Weight Watchers. Mm, I've been, you just know, all the trends. All the trends, the keto diet, whatever. Nothing's working for me. And so I, I separate out the actual eating mm-hmm. and the food that you're eating 
from what's going on with you emotionally. Okay. So we go right back. So if I'm doing a 12-week program for somebody, yeah. as a matter of um, example, we don't even talk about food for six weeks. Okay. So we talk yeah. about all this stuff before mm-hmm. you sit down and eat. So what is, what is your belief system around food? Yeah. What Very touchy of, subjects. Absolutely. Really. You know, if you have a religious um, aspect, you mm-hmm. know, you might be fasting or you might yeah. not want, you, you may only be allowed to eat fish on Fridays or, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. So what is that? What is your mm-hmm. belief system? What did you grow up with? What is your story around food? Like, how do you yeah. see food? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean to you? Is it something that's nourishing or is it something that's evil? It's Just a, like, yeah. like we alluded to a moment ago, right? Yeah. And then, so what are, what are your habits? Like, what are you doing during the day? Yeah, binging, not eating, fasting all the day. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And so we go through this process first, and then we start talking about food, because not everybody should be eating the, the exact same yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. We're Everybody's different. individual yeah. people, and yeah, your exactly. needs are different than mine. Absolutely. I'm not pregnant, but I'm a 58-year-old postmenopausal woman, yeah. right? Yeah. But I'm also incredibly active, so yeah. my physical... Uh, re- um, nourishment requirements yeah. are yeah. very different than another 58-year-old postmenopausal woman. Yeah. And so as an individual, let's look at that. Let's yeah. look at you as an individual yeah, that's within super this important. connected web of, yeah. of community. Yeah, that's really, really awesome. Yeah. So um, in regards to the certifications you have, because you're also like a certified yoga teacher, but also a yoga therapist. Right. Um, so tell me about the difference in that, because to, to be honest, before you even told me that, I didn't even know there was a difference. Oh, yeah. 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 So yoga teacher um, is somebody we all know, sort of you go to a yoga class, at mm-hmm. my, come to a yoga, uh, yoga class at my studio, There'll be somebody at the front of the class and they'll be telling you what to do, guiding you through your practice. So that's a yoga teacher. So a yoga therapist takes the principles of yoga and allows um, a healing. It's a healing process. Okay. Um, So so, getting way deeper into the roots. Exactly. Of the philosophy and the aspects of yoga that um, can move energy can move thought processes, can hmm. move you. And all basically through yourself, basically. Exactly. Really. It's so, so essentially, you're just like, because this is why I love the body, because the body has such an innate healing ability, yeah, and so we cannot take credit for that. You know, exactly. myself as an osteopath, I, I do not take credit for when people get better. Right. I am literally guiding them through the process. So it's like, you're basically saying like I am, we're f- facilitators through Absolutely. this process. So yeah. how rewarding that must feel, right? Oh, it's amazing when people walk away um, feeling like something has shifted in yeah, them. Yeah, amazing. That for me is the most rewarding um, aspect of any jo- of my job, of any part of my day. So in yoga therapy, we work with you and your body. Um, I might give you tools, might be as simple as breathing. <laughs> yeah, all breathing. You know, yeah. people... I, I even said this the other day in one of my classes. I noticed that when my life is crazy, uh, I don't breathe very deeply or very mm-hmm. well. I tend to breathe very short, shallow. Very uncomfortable in a, a, you know, a sympathetic state. Fight yeah. or flight response. Fight or flight, right? Yeah. So your body, like my body's hyped up, ready yeah. to like, you know. Yeah, because it doesn't know the difference between it, whether your absolutely. boss is snapping at you or a bear is chasing you, right? Absolutely. It's the same, 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 same response. Yeah. 
And so I noticed that in, uh, in myself. So, you know, it might be just as simple as getting you down onto the yoga mat, propping you up with bolsters and uh, blocks and putting you in a restorative pose. And then the only thing we do is lay down and breathe. And I guide you through that breathing process so mm. that we are moving through the aspects of your, uh, the very physical aspects of nothing, because nothing happens without breath, right? Yeah. Oh, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the very first one thing that you do when you're born. Yeah. It's the very last thing you do when you die. <laughs> Right. So how's that for some, you know, everything some in like encouragement for the day, right? Yeah. You know, like, so we need to breathe. And so it might be just as simple as that. It might be because you have, um, you have knee joint pain, um, and hip pain. So maybe your quadriceps are nice and tight. Your psoas is all bent yeah. up, you know, pulling or on your back. It could be, you know, an ovary in the, the, it, whatever that's affecting the, exactly. organ, the hip alignment. Oh yeah. It's or crazy. your pelvic floor, yeah. right? So yeah, all absolutely. of these things that could possibly be, um, wrong and causing the knee joint or hip joint problems. So, you know, it might be, a, um, an issue of getting you into a yoga pose and working some strength and some stability around the joints. Yeah. Um, you know that sort of thing. So yeah. yeah, there's that. So that's sort of the difference between yoga therapy and a okay. yoga teacher. So I work with people as a therapist individually. Although I do have therapy classes like yeah. my osteoporosis class. Okay, very um, cool. Class for low back pain. Um, I had one for fibromyalgia, um, and some other you know things chronic in the work. conditions. Yeah. 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 So actually, speaking in regards to different programs and stuff that you offer, you are the creator of Yoga for Real People. So what inspired you first to create that series? And secondly, where do people go to find this if they if they want to look into this more? Right. So the Yoga for Real People is sort of what my observation of what's... I I've love noticed. the title, by the way. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I thought, you know... It's that whole concept of like um, people don't feel like yoga is accessible to them because they see this Instagram picture of this yeah. skinny white woman standing on the edge of a cliff and her leg wrapped around the back of her head, right? Like, so the, we believe that only that kind of person mm-hmm. can do yoga. Yeah. When it is just such an amazing process that can be so healing and so restorative and such a, a deep dive into you. Um, that we don't believe that it can be for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. So I have seniors who come to me, you know, the, the um, people who have uh, joint replacements. Yeah. You know, they, they, they can't kneel down on the floor. Well, that yeah. doesn't mean they can't do yoga. Exactly, you know? yeah. Because um, you're chair yoga too, right? There's, there's, yeah, absolutely. Well, which We've is amazing. Yoga yeah. with props, you know. There's yeah. all of these ways of, of creating a yoga practice Yeah. For the real person, for yeah. you. Because again, yoga isn't about the poses, it's not right? And and again, still people get that misconception, even kind of talking to right. you, right? Like even like, oh well, I, I can't do this because you know, like you said, yeah, I have a, a knee replacement, I can't move down. Well, well, no, there's ways to get around them. That's so I think what you do such a great job of doing. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. So it's for real people, like those people who really don't believe that yoga is for them. I have a a beautiful class called Bountiful Bodies. It's for people who have generous proportions. Mm -hmm. Because again, we see these pictures of these skinny girls doing yoga. And they're always young. (laughs) (laughs) God bless them. And and I think it's one, those pictures are lovely to look at. But then we are led to believe that that's what yoga is yeah. and it's not so so I really want people to see that 
they have access to the practice. Amazing. It is accessible for you, to, to all of us, for those of you who on the street just want a little peace and quiet in their lives, they want to help themselves with their low back pain, they want to, you know, be part of a community mm-hmm. who, you know, is all we're all working on our anxiety or yeah. our emotional issues, that sort of thing. So um, I host these. I host my classes at my studio mm-hmm. in Sudbury mm-hmm. uh, on Armstrong Street, yeah. twenty one fifty three Armstrong, which is out in the South End. So if you're familiar with the South End at all, it's near the Salute Coffee mm-hmm. Shop. Which I was is just gonna say that fabulous. Yeah, yeah. really good coffee. <laughs> we're there. Um, and Jungle Gym, which is right next door. So I'm a tiny little building in between Jungle Gym and Salute. Yeah. So you can find me on the web, dawncondon.ca. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I think some days my job is to be on Facebook. It feels that way, anyways. Um, so I'm on Facebook and I am on Instagram. Okay. So, yeah. So that's where people can find you, and especially yeah. so that that yoga for real people that yeah, they, real. they can get it through YouTube or, or how does that work? So I do have a YouTube channel, okay. but it's private right now because okay. I'm just loading content onto okay. it. Okay. Um, so I would love to, at some point in the next sort of year, I want that YouTube channel to be... Okay, so um, keep out a lookout for that, guys. Yeah, so your YouTube coming up. Um, but yeah, Facebook, you can always get me on Facebook. Um, you can text me, 677-6494. Phone me, 677-6494. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> Too many people give out their cell number. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, you can find me anywhere. My cell phone number is public access oh okay that's awesome yeah mine is not for the record i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) okay so um so lastly really um I just wanted to thank you for, for coming out and, and spending the time because um, I really want people to get a better grasp on yoga and you know you, you have you know men coming out and don't you have like an all men's class as well? Yeah I have yeah. a men's class running for a while and the men sort of integrated themselves into the other classes which was great I thought it was perfect because you know they feel very uncomfortable getting into a class full of women yeah absolutely yeah so sure. i had that men's class and they've integrated themselves into the other classes so they're out so i've i've moved that class out of the way put in the bountiful bodies class okay um i will bring that back probably in the winter time for those uh weekend jocks or the those guys who play hockey uh beer league hockey okay yeah uh, and hurting themselves all the time yeah, so, i see those guys yeah, i know what you're talking yeah, about so <laughs> I, I get them and then i send them to you so yeah <laughs> so yeah so it'll come back it's sort of one of those classes that sort of comes and goes but yeah for sure awesome well again thank you very much you're don welcome. for educating us and again if anyone wants to get a hold of don you can find her on facebook or uh her cell number apparently if you want to reiterate that one more time <laughs> yeah it's 705-677-6494 all right thank you thank guys you. for listening thank you michelle for um you're very welcome well. you're very welcome i had a great time too thank you And that's a wrap for this podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast if you found it educational and you know someone who would benefit. This is Michelle Thompson on Heat Network, the podcast.